Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi. Hiya. Hi. Hey. Uh, this is Bottoming. You're Brendan. You're Matthew. <laughs> Episode one. How strange. Bizarre. Yeah. What are we calling this one? <laughs> this is just the tip. Oh, uh, yeah. We're just getting started. It's not a sex podcast. It's not a sex podcast. You came here for that. Stay anyway. Yeah, please. <laughs> That's not what you're going to get. Stay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, not sex. You might get what you want, but you probably won't. Yeah. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please be kind. Yeah, be kind. This is our first We call. will ramble. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Not being okay. No, not being okay. Being exhausted. Being exhausted and we're going to yeah. talk Drained, about things. cold, floor, alone. Yeah. So the podcast obviously come, you know, fantastic reviews from a huge zero number of professionals. Yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> we don't know anything absolutely. professionally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we aren't uh, here to tell you how to live your life. No. Or advise in any way. Do not take what we say as gospel. You do you. Bible. Nothing. No. no. Amen. The fuck is doing its thing. It is doing its thing. Yeah. I feel very nice. I have to unburn my, my jeans. Um, okay, let me have a look at my notes because I don't know where to begin or, or where to start. Oh, yeah, we should tell people what we're going to be doing. Yeah. So each week we're going to focus on a theme that we'll, we feel attributes to either poor or good mental health. So we've got things like outlook and education and... Upbringing. Upbringing. Identity. Identity. Intimacy. Intimacy me. Intimacy me. <laughs> For those there are just Kabaka fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking. Yeah. Medication. Yeah. All these different things. We'll, we'll Lots go of things. into more detail. I mean, we could only make one and everyone could hate it and we'll never make another one. But the intention is we don't do that. But Matthew, remember, this is for us first. As for us first, yeah. I will state, I'll go into more detail further, but... 
currently on the waiting list for to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like in between that that process of me saying help and actually talking to someone about it. <laughs> this is where I can yeah talk it out. We're now putting it in an audio file and hosting it exactly on the internet. Yeah, because I feel like I, we need attention. Yeah, um, we don't really. <laughs> no, but we found speaking to each other has probably helped more than. Oh my gosh, A lot yeah. of other things that we could have done instead. I actually wrote, like, a thing saying, sidebar, okay, I am so lucky to have Matthew. Oh. Who, oh yeah, we should tell people who we are. Fuck. Oh yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll, we'll, this can be edited at the start. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll, well the yeah. Okay, we don't know how to do that. <laughs> it's going to be a six hour podcast. <laughs> um, hi, welcome hi. to Mosling. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> okay, but who are you? I'm Matthew. You're Matthew. Yeah. That's me. What do you do, Matthew? I um, work in communications. Yeah. Um, across LGBT and lots of other areas of minority groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from a creative background. The okay, let's stop stuff. there. We don't want to know that. We don't want to know the rest. Just a, a brief date? intro. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, are these your dates? Oh. <laughs> um, I'm Brendan. I am majority majority of the time unemployed. <laughs> Fun employed. Fun employed. Yeah. yeah. This podcast is to keep my hands busy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, you know, I'm a creative manager and also a. I like to write. Um, I'll also go into more detail about writing because mm-hmm. that has been a big therapeutic catharsis for me actually um this first episode is just the tip oh my god yes is that what we're titling it for now just the tip yeah i think it should be called that's great i thought that's what you were leading into (laughs) ding 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 ding. just the tip there we go okay fab that that works yeah bottoming just the tip yeah (laughs) it it kind of sells the sex more than yeah, yeah, but, but sex sells, but just don't get sex you. Sells. I mean, self excited because that's it's not why we're on the radio. <laughs> it's a <the> radio, <laughs> um, and that was a joke because you know, a face for radio. It's not usually supposed to be sexy <laughs> for those paying attention. Um, but yeah, so cyber. I am so lucky to have Matthew in my life because to be as a sounding board for like when things are very difficult and you know when I'm looking for a direction or <laughs> advice on where to go when I'm about to leave work and thinking, okay, so I'm burnt out. I need to run from work. I usually send him a photo of my legs yeah. running. I've yeah. already ra- I've already left, but it's kind of him to I say, leave the room and I'm like, stop, wherever you yeah. are. And you call me and let's be sensible okay. about this. But not everyone has that. Not, not everyone, everyone has, has everyone. that. No. I you read... were my first one of them. As a gay friend. As a gay man, yeah. Because I've been surrounded by gay Oh, yeah, by the way, we are gay men. Apologies to anyone who didn't... Uh, <laughs> Pick that up Lock already. on, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh, we're white, too. I don't yeah. know. If, yeah, sure. For context, yeah. because we are not a voice of a community. No, not a whole community. We would like to explore that. Oh, honey, that's what we're going to be doing. <laughs> that in. Exploring. That is the intention. Yeah, um, to learn more. To learn a lot more. Yeah, because, because... Oh, snap. Because yeah. we only know our own experiences. Yes. Um, and obviously everyone has a very different journey mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. I think you can only really start to 
I'd be curious about other people's journeys though when you've kind of got your shit together because like when it when I was mm. in my bottom I'd say mm-hmm. um you just you, you it's all black you don't really know mm-hmm. you don't even know how to get yourself out there never mind think about anyone else so I'm really yeah. lucky that we're actually able to take a step back and say okay yeah, yeah we kind of have it together at the minute so how can we um use our own relationship and make it um a place for other people to feel like oh yeah maybe i am a bit fucked up but yeah that's okay we can laugh at each other yeah, yeah. it's okay to not be okay also i read this thing yesterday um it was on bbc apparently one in four people in the uk <clears throat> Sorry about that. It's actually one in five. Yep, we realised on editing. Apologies. <laughs> um, don't have any friends. Like, not one friend that they can go to. I mean, there is also a minister for loneliness been appointed. Under really? This yeah, it's very, very depressing. Oh my God, that's so sad. Yeah. Okay, so really if not... anyone is listening to this, because um, we're probably thinking it's just going to be me and Matthew and maybe our parents. <laughs> yeah. It's the three people who followed the Instagram because we yeah. kind of made them. <laughs> exactly. If yeah. you still listen, you could have checked out at this point. Yeah. But if there is someone else who isn't feeling like, or that they are curious to think, okay, yeah, uh, I'm actually in a bomb right now and I'm worried or whatever. We, we can be your friends. Is that creepy to say? We can be friends with you. <laughs> Maybe I need this. Maybe I need friends. I need more friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um we will also be kind of releasing or telling you at the end um how to get in touch with us some signposts yes for us and also people for that know us. what they're doing exactly people that actually you know have, have licenses yeah. And, yeah experiences they're not educated <laughs> in things rather than just the ear yeah because oh yeah we is we are oh that's so sweet yeah I got a cute photo while I was in Krakow. Krak, Krak, Krakow. Yeah. And um, me using huge on it. Yeah. From the back. Oh, from behind. Yeah, I've got a new phone coming out next year to get called Dumbo. Okay, cool. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear Tim Burton's directing you. Is that why you're so pale and thin? No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you actually do want to get in touch with us, we'll give you an email and send us an email. I'd read emails. I've got a lot of time on my hands. You have a cap that says write in an email, so Brendan yeah. is Brendan's the guy for you. I'm fully equipped. Yeah. Yeah. A cap qualification. A cap qualification. Mm-hmm. After me, after me, we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is our way of talking and dealing with things. Yeah. For context, I already have had a few months worth of therapy early this year mm-hmm. um, and I'm also back on the waiting list to go back to said um, counselling because I realised that I thought it was okay I'd smash through way too much stuff and just needed to take a break from that and just settle with where I am at the minute um, and the last few um, months I realised I need to be back yeah had you stopped therapy when we went on the walk no that was maybe like a month before oh, okay um because that was like the the peak of it. And then after that, I was like, kind of looked back on the last four months and realised that I'd hammered through so much stuff that this time last year, I didn't think I'd be able to speak to anyone about. Um, yeah, and just wanted to sit sit with it for a bit mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than just keep going. 
yeah like smashing through because there was no mental energy left for me to do any of that so literally need- every time you <laughs> text me from oh uh, yeah just left therapy i'm a mess because <laughs> it, is, it is one of those things that i have have yet to go through it yeah but i think um i mean i went to this one group session once which i'll talk about in, later down the line but i think um you must just even by trying to deal with things you just mm. must be exhausted yeah it's good to have a space to be able to open up and to talk about lots of stuff but when it starts to seep into other days so i went every tuesday afternoon and then it got to a point where i would leave tuesday evening think about it wednesday think about it thursday kind of forget about it by saturday and then sunday i was thinking about the next tuesday session already mm-hmm. and what i'd covered and what i thought i was going to cover and these things were coming up and then each session they were going with expectations and it would completely be the opposite of what i thought it was what and do you it was mean like, to a point um, where i just couldn't do that like in in, in terms of like themes or yeah maybe things that i thought i was gonna talk about or uncover okay um so there was one particular session that i went in expecting to talk about kind of and i'll go into specifics of my counseling reasons and stuff but i went into one expecting to talk about relationships and things that maybe happened in that week Mm. and i came out having spent an hour talking about death um And family deaths that I that haven't no one has even died yet, but talking about like the fear of death and grievance and how that kind of stems from trauma and lots of stuff that I was not ready for because you kind of prepare yourself before you go in. Mm. What? So you did you bring this up though? It just came out. Ah, okay. It's not like she was like, okay, no. Today we're going to talk no, about no, no, death. No, no, it's always just like, how are you? Okay. How's your week been? And then before you know it, I was twenty minutes in. That's so bizarre. Having realizations about different things. Very Kylie Jenner. Yeah. This year's about realizing <laughs> <laughs> But that just reminds was, me. It literally was. <laughs> Last night I, I watched um, a YouTube video of this woman who has um, 11 personalities um, inside her. And mm. she was like talking about how the um, each of these characters take over at different stressful moments because she's had this childhood mm. trauma. And she was like... Um, she wouldn't she wouldn't know she would have these periods of blackout and then wake up say she was watching tv then she woke up in the street a couple of hours later mm. and it's because that that person had taken over her from inside and just so she could deal with certain memory or certain trauma that yeah. she, she was dealing with at the time or she, and she was in like a bad relationship but um i don't know what made me think of that but i it's guess the way people process things is always exactly. very interesting yeah yeah and i think she characterized it as like when you're kind of born with all these different personalities and then as you kind of get older, you, you narrow them down into mm-hmm. your personality, like chisel away bits. Um, but I guess for children who experience childhood trauma between the ages of being born in like eight, um, if something drastic happens between that time, your personality stays split and that's when you can get DID and things like that. Mm-hmm. Which is horrifying, isn't it? Yeah. It's- and so sad. Okay so vast kind of the ways that people respond and people can go through the same thing and have polar opposite reactions and sure. ways yeah. of dealing with stuff and yeah, yeah which is why we're gonna obviously over the next hopefully these episodes we've got 17 planned yeah this being one of them i think and yeah. um, who it is <laughs> who it is um and we're gonna get people in to kind of share their perspectives and actual 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 <laughs> people that um that know stuff because yeah 
we want to learn how to take care of ourselves. <laughs> we kind of know. Like, this is kind of a selfish thing I mean, to be doing this, so we learn more too. Exactly, yeah. Free I mean, counselling. At the minute, my coping mechanisms are, if I'm sad, I usually, if I want to be sad with it, let's plan some Grey's Anatomy speeches. Oh. The Queen of Speeches, Shonda Rhimes, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Only the early series. Um, if you want to feel happy, get some Gilmore's on there. Shout out to um, Alice Mobby. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you what? What do you listen to when you're sad or want to be happy? I am. Um, I'm quite good at rolling with my feelings. I think. What do you like, mean? Times like that, that mean where you um where it's like the guy throwing um petrol on a fire. And it's like <laughs> me listening to sad music <laughs> when I'm sad. <laughs> like I'll wake up and I'm kind of. There may not be a reason. There might be a reason. There may be a a reason that is completely relevant mm. or the smallest little thing might have happened that all of a sudden I've taken this like deep dive into this dark sad thing and it might last three hours it might last four days mm. and I kind of just roll with it because I can get quite very passionate about lots of things my emotions do tend to take over a lot of the time yeah um can be a little bit extra <laughs> a little bit extra all of the time um and I kind of enjoy the sadness because I think it kind of counteracts with the, the good parts of it. Um, what to recognise that you have those feelings? Yeah, I think being aware of emotions is very important. Mm. Um, and I think, like, luckily I can be very self-aware <laughs> and some people aren't. Yeah. But I think I'm quite good at realising mm. when, maybe when I need to, to take action or yeah. when I can just roll with whatever that point of, of it is. Yeah. I think I used to be very much like, Oh my gosh, it sounds like someone's trying to get in. <laughs> There's no one in the house. Um, please don't come and rob us. I don't know who is there. Um, also have huge anxieties. We'll say that. Um, but yeah, I think I used to be very much like, even when I knew I was sad, I've always been quite in tune with my emotions. I always mm-hmm. knew that I had like this a bit more of a sadness, I guess. It sounds very, you know, after school special. Um, but I think before I kind of pushed through and like actually resolved certain issues, I used to dwell and uh, and maybe sit in it for a bit too long. Like, I, I, which it makes yeah. You probably understand that. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and not really in a pitiful way, but I think just I knew I know the steps I can take to just like make myself laugh or like get out of that and i could do that but i chose not to in those certain times because sometimes yeah i mean that is a coping mechanism in its yeah self i guess (laughs) (laughs) so my my thing until um the start of 2016 was i'm fine Mm -hmm. and that was my response to absolutely everything and i told myself i was fine told everyone else was fine and I acted fine in lots in lots of ways. And then thinking back now, there was so many ways that I did not act fine. Mm. Whether that was like ways I kind of communicated with people, the way I thought about relationships with people, so many different reasons that I actually wasn't fine. And it was only until this thing happened in 2016 that I had no choice over that was the catalyst for the the shit show of a year that was 2016. Um 17 even. Get me is very wrong. 
it was a shit show start to finish um because this thing happened and then my mental health very quickly unraveled to a point that i had no idea what was going on and all of this stuff that i thought i'd dealt with and by dealt with i meant put in a box and throw into the back of the room that is the way i deal with all this stuff I thought that, that was very firmly in there. But someone dragged it out and threw all the shit all over the floor. And then they were like, now you've got to do this. Um, and I wasn't in a place to do that. No. And I was on a waiting list for, with a very fantastic charity, actually, but I was on a waiting list for about nine, ten months. Um, and then, because charities are very underfunded, there was admin issues. Um, and I didn't actually start until January 2018. Um, Counseling with them. Because at that point I'd gone through the year of feeling horrendous and then telling myself it was okay and feeling horrendous mm. again and waiting on things to happen that I had no control over. Mm. Um, and then finally got into a position where I was like, I need to change shit and I need to do some stuff myself. So I chased up with the charity and then started counselling um, in January. But I think my thing for so many years was the the fear of admitting to yourself that there's something wrong. Mm. And the fear of telling the people that there's something wrong with yourself. Yeah. That's such a big wall that you're just like, I'm not even going to do it. Yeah. So you just tell yourself that you're fine. You tell yourself you're okay. Um, and you're really, really not. And it's okay to not be like that. But then you don't want to feel like you're hassling other people or burdening other people with your shit because mm. everyone has shit that they're dealing with and they're carrying around all oh, the time. Oh, honey. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> get in line. But... um. Yeah, and I just think this year I was very aware that I need to take stuff into my own hands and, and sort stuff out. Um, yeah, and then here we are. Yeah. But was there like a moment that you were like, okay, fuck, this is... What What was the turning point? Um, it was probably within the space of a week I had <clears throat> split up from... I started a new job and I then threw my way of coping with all of the things of the year which just put myself fully into the job. So for the three months up until the end of the year, I just caned it, like, all of the hours, all of the, like, social activities, all of the stuff that you could do. We also worked in a WeWork, which has free drinks. So <laughs> I was super social, more social than I've been in years and years and years. Um, and just absolutely caned it until I got really, really ill um, around Christmas time. Mm. And... You may be able to sound hear the, the beautiful gravelly sound of the voice, um, but I get sick every winter. Beautiful, <laughs> it's very sexy. Um, well, get the and because of all, <laughs> because I just went so hard with everything um, leading up to Christmas, I just got really ill, had a chest infection, got like a proper flu, like was in bed for about three week flu. Didn't you break some ribs? <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I coughed and I broke a rib. Ridiculous. Oh, you did. Um, attention seeker and then it led into January just up until my birthday and at that point I was like fuck all of this mm. this is not the way I need to be living my life um, and that's when you signed us both up to walk the Isle of Wight so yeah we um, because as I say I'm extra I can't do anything I'm either all in or all out <laughs> hello <laughs> um, terrible so one way of dealing with this was to start counselling chase them up started that and then I was like you know what I want to do put myself physically through lots of pain <laughs> and struggle both mentally and physically so we um signed up to the i love white challenge and i dragged uh brendan in mm. and rachel and sarah from work as well yeah um and we trained for a solid three and a half four months 
Yeah. Um, so the Alleyway Challenge, for anyone that doesn't know, for no one that followed me at the time and didn't see my weekly... <laughs> Please don't shout my out to weekly um, <laughs> updates and, and shouts for money. Um, is 106 kilometers, yeah. one full circle around the Isle of Wight. <laughs> so 106 kilometers is 66 miles. Um, you do it in one go. So uh, me and Brendan finished it in 34, 33 hours. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> Hi. <clears throat> Sorry, it was actually 31 hours, 46 minutes. Back yourself, babe. Um, for anyone that's ever walked for 33 hours... <laughs> <clears throat> Still thirty-one forty-six, without stopping, taking very short fifty-minute breaks. Most of you, most you would know. <laughs> um, top of the list of things never to do again. Absolutely not. But one of the biggest, best achievements I think we've ever done. Yeah, it's the climb. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing <Yeah>. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was. It was both a very, very che- cheesy, but it was a physical journey through the counselling as well yeah while i was mentally journeying through what i was going through mm. it was also signing up and physically journeying shit tons of miles through the beast of the east it was yeah. snowing it was oh, cold the beast. Oh, remember, remember that? It, yeah. i remember uh, walk to and from work so grumpy uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then that because i was so open about I really don't Why? know how you, I was doing you, it. You breathe, like, I, I, I just don't understand. You literally, for, for those months, you were just like whirl, in a whirlwind. Yeah. And you were just like... Because I can't... I don't know, know how you had a smile bit. on your face at all. No. But you did. Yeah. But you got to. Yeah. You got to get going with shit, haven't you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to... Do you? Yeah, well... <laughs> but you, you know... You, I mean, you're talking about it now, so you know yeah. what was happening. Yeah, but before all of that and before the council and stuff, I'd never spoken openly about anything, and the way I was feeling yeah. was always like, yeah, no, I'm okay. And I told mm-hmm. myself I was like, I like to be honest with people because growing up there was lots of lies. We can go into that later, but there was mm-hmm. lots of lies, whereas me as an adult, I've always been on the side of... I, I can't tell lies, people can tell if I'm telling a lie. Um but just to be very honest and open with people, which I told myself I was doing, and I definitely wasn't. And doing this walk, and people were like, why is he doing all that? Why are you so bothered about trying to get all this mm. money? And then as a half push for money, but also because I was realising the importance of being able to talk about stuff, I um, that was why I wrote that blog, to say, yeah. here's why. Well, my shout out to okay. yeah. <laughs> that's other, yeah. um, But I wrote a blog just discussing why I was doing it and being quite open about when, when did you health. write that again? The week before we walked. Just <laughs> for that extra money. Uh, oh, yeah. The yes. money I went to Terence Higgins yeah. Trust. Terence Higgins. Yeah. Hello, Viv. If you're oh. And Fraser and Phil and everyone. Terence Higgins. After me. After me. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so, when was your tipping point to the... My tipping point? Yeah. Um, or dropping point. Or drop it, or... Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, I guess mine was more of a a slow burn over... I feel like it's been coming for years. <laughs> uh, Awful turn of phrase. I'm sorry. It's the best coming kind. for years. Uh, <laughs> I'm but sure this is this the, morning segment. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure they've yeah. that before. Yeah, mm. for sure. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. I'm just imagining it now. Um, <laughs> The pain. <laughs> it just anyway. Um, 
also pain for, in this mm-hmm. situation. Um, I guess I had there was certain things when I was younger that I just, um, in terms of de- didn't really deal with them when they were happening, and um, when I moved to uni and um, I guess left that situation my impression was that all those things would kind of disappear because it was a different situation. But I think, and then similarly to Matthew, I kind of buried myself under work and my, my and then different goals as to like, okay, so I'm going to finish uni and get a first, need to get a mm-hmm. first, and then I'm going to get a job and then I'm going to, um, and I guess as I was kind of checking off those things, it didn't really, and I was doing them, I was, I was like so pleased with how everything mm-hmm. was going. Um, and, and then got this job. At, um, it's one of those classic things where you just, it's like never meet your heroes. I mean, they were never like a hero for me, but it was like, yeah. Like yeah. It was there. a go-to for um, a while, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Top, top five companies yeah. to work for. Um, and it was just looking behind the curtain and realizing that it's run by disgusting people who, um, don't deserve any kind of, um, effort from anyone um so quickly that was one of the occasions where i I sent a picture of my feet to matthew saying that was the first that was the first occasion occasion of a of a foot walking onto the yeah it was very blurred (laughs) yeah i was very distressed i've gone yeah for lunch no no gone yeah just gone um and yeah there's few other different things going on um and that was back in 2014 Long time ago now. That is a long time ago. Shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, no, it wasn't 2015. I apologise. <laughs> we should get a calendar. Again, we should get a calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Bossman calendar. We'll be uh, releasing those in time for Christmas next year. Um, that would be quite funny, actually, wouldn't it? Um, then went straight into another job, which I thought was kind of um, the exact opposite because I found myself in that previous job that was like, okay, well, I'll do this. Um, more admin side and do creative stuff on the um on the weekends and that's the thing for me i'm i've always been creative i've always done like loads of creative stuff and drawing things like that and so numbers and spreadsheets just are against Mm -hmm. my nature um i mean for the record brendan had this idea for this podcast and then four days later had equipment and five days later we were trial and stuff um yeah i like to i don't know anything (laughs) um Maybe it was a manic phase. Maybe it's not. Maybe we're still in that manic phase. Maybe, Maybe we're not. Fucking hell. <laughs> Where's the you shouldn't be right, yeah. Um, um, so then, yeah, into this other job. I don't know why I'm going into so much detail at this stage, but um, went into another job. Anyway, the, yes, the moral of the story is I'm prone to burnout, which I didn't yeah. realise at the time because I'd never had a proper job. Mm-hmm. I found myself in situations where I people please and... Mm-hmm think of myself last in a way mm-hmm. like well i used to anyway um so i'd always want to make sure that obviously everyone else is pleased with me before i'm pleased with me and that's always easier to do oh for sure having to look at yourself and be like what do i want what am i doing yeah why is this not working when you just kind of check everyone else make sure that everyone else is good yeah it's and easier that, than having to sort your shit out exactly and like I, I would just take the opinions of people that were in the industry as more important and more knowledgeable than me because they'd been in the industry for longer i just mm-hmm. assumed that they knew more about my talents even though mm-hmm. and and my my path even though like 
it's completely nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. Although they might say, okay, you're good at this, you're good at that. I was taking that for like, oh, that's what I need to do then. Yeah. And it was the wrong decision at the time. Um, anyway, so I've had a few jobs that have led to the same outcome. <laughs> um, still didn't learn my lesson after a couple more after that. Um, and when did it happen? So I guess it got, it was this summer actually, it was only September. Um, but I was kind of, I've been in a, a phase where I started to actually talk to the people involved with the reason I was kind of repressing certain um, events um, maybe two years ago. So I started those conversations, those like reconciliations then. Um, but I was writing this thing at the time as well to kind of get over those events. And I was writing this kind of this children's book and I was trying to like, okay, well I need to kind of get this out and put it on this other character. So it's no longer a part of me now. It's just like in the, in the air. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like this other thing. Um, and I finished that in July this year, um, which I was really, really pleased with. Um, it didn't go down too well, <laughs> um, yeah. but you know, it's neither here nor there. People, uh, mm-hmm. it, I should have spoken up at the time and things like that, but you did what you needed to do. I think, and that's the most important thing about shit like this, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, and I, I did need to get it out. Otherwise, I would have still been in that that rut. I think, um, and it's one of those things that where I again this year I was doing. I was working um, as like a manager three days a week. I was uh, a tutor two days a week. Um, I was writing the book on the weekends as well as designing freelance projects and i was also doing um no yeah just those freelance projects as well um <laughs> just being a social pedophile yeah <laughs> absolutely oh and training for that fucking walk oh, yeah. um <laughs> put your shit on me <laughs> i need to relinquish something to me. um <laughs> and uh so that came to a head in june and I'd finished the term at uni. I'd um, finished all those freelance projects. I finished the book. Like all of these things were just like coming to an end. And I was feeling that I actually just wasn't feeling the way I thought I would. I wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't really feeling anything. And I was really worried about that because I was like, well, if this isn't the cure, what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah. Um, and so I got really, really stressed out. And I think for like, a whole month I was in this huge like anxiety attack. Like I just kept having panic attacks all the time. And it was like, I just didn't feel like stable at all. And I remember calling you like at, from work and I was like, Matthew, something's happening. I really don't know what the fuck's going yeah. on. Um, and you advised me to get calms at the time. Yeah. And while <laughs> I was the in, there, in there getting calms, this man like, <laughs> Q, I don't think I told you that. And like, there was this whole <sighs> shebang. Um, the smallest so, little so things sorry just for the man add-on. yeah <laughs> like but it was just one of those things like another thing like mm-hmm. um oh my god that's so self-involved <laughs> so fucking self-involved another thing happening to me that man like no shut up shut up um i really take that back Apologies. you were having your your joy shit okay? i blame the vodka <laughs> okay um yes yeah, so tried calms they worked for maybe a week mm-hmm. and then you ran out of the bottle <laughs> you went through them way too fast <laughs> yeah uh, through a straw no it was <laughs> it just didn't yeah um 
I, I don't think that that obviously they're not very strong anyway but i was just like okay well mm-hmm. that's again not worked so what, what else is gonna need to happen i think um, you're trying to put a little baby plaster on yes. like the side of an enormous dam but yeah. you're just trying to like put a little exactly little plaster and um doing the job it wasn't at all no it was like one of those shitty plasters that has like frayed edges <laughs> and like bits of black wool <laughs> oh. it was a, a uh, gross plaster yeah um uh and at the same time i think i was just oh then also something happened to a friend of mine and i was like that also threw me because it was kind of related to mental health and it showed me the extent of what not taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. or not not dealing with your problems can do and i hadn't seen it in person before i'd obviously read about different circumstances but i'd never seen what it can actually do to someone that you you know like and it change their character completely yeah and actually physically yeah i was like i just i just was shocked and obviously um uh just took a minute and then um and then this family holiday was coming up so i was like okay well usually let's just say i i I can uh, prepare to go home for certain reasons or another it comes and goes uh sometimes it's absolutely fine sometimes um it was yeah, coming up to that and um, this instance, uh, I was kind of like challenged um, by a member of family kind of calling me out saying that because I'd reduced my hours at work as well. That was another thing mm-hmm. um, because, again, I was kind of I was plummeting quickly and I was just like, I can't deal with what I, I couldn't think at work. All I was thinking about was I need to see someone, I need to speak to someone, I need help. But like I was looking at therapist websites, I was looking at... Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just couldn't see anyone. I couldn't. I couldn't see anyone that was like, okay, well, I don't like the look of that person, or like, yeah, um, she looks too smug. He looks like he's. <laughs> I don't know. Like, they must be all lovely. I think they're all fantastic for for being therapists in the first for place. Someone. But for I, I just couldn't, especially in that mindset. Yeah. Latch on to anyone through a screen. Like I needed to just someone to just put me in a room and say, okay, well, you're going to be seen eventually. Um, but I couldn't. Um, come to that <laughs> i couldn't um bring myself to to, to speak to doctors either like I, I, I couldn't like say make an appointment for the doctors because i didn't know what to say i didn't know mm-hmm. i didn't know how to talk about it um i didn't want the classic thing or like the the rumored thing to happen where they don't give a shit i didn't want to met them to make my problems it goes back to the fear of yeah fear of admittance and fear of starting to tackle stuff yeah exactly because sometimes you can just say i don't know what's going on and they're obviously in a place they should be able to help you but sometimes you just like it's easier we just don't even attempt it and and familiarity is is quite comfortable Mm -hmm. and i think although like because of the stress that kind of looking for someone would cause realizing that oh i can just be in bed like sometimes that is a it is the easy option um but it's not the not the answer at all really I, i'm gonna say um I, again not a medical person so <laughs> if bed's cool for you then it's cool um <laughs> uh but yeah so in this instance at home i was kind of challenged for um reduce my hours and kind of they called me out and kind of saying or asking me if i was depressed and no one had ever kind of like said that to me to my face and i was kind of like oh i was like really taken aback and i was like obviously incredibly defensive and yeah. i was like no you are like <laughs> just like 
really brushed yeah, it off yeah. and I was like I felt so sick and again it just like kept me spiraling like that night I had this really bizarre like um psycho uh psycho, I don't know how to describe it. I, like hallucinogen uh, hallucin hallucinated hallucinated <laughs> there we go again sorry for the vodka um it's not the vodka hallucinated um yeah i'm just stupid um, <laughs> and and so yeah that kind of tripped me out and i was like what the fuck is going on i mm-hmm. need to just go home and see someone like right now but yeah get the fuck out of this yeah situation. and i need to be out but we we're going on holiday the next day and i was like fuck 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 what am i gonna do I was looking at flights to, to Switzerland. I was like, yeah, I need to go and be in the mountains, which I mean, <laughs> I have done that in the past. Yeah. A couple, <laughs> couple of times. A couple of times because being away from people is quite nice to mm-hmm. me. Um, and luckily I yeah, had those birthdays coming up, but um, yeah, I was just like scrambling around looking for things to do. And everyone around me was kind of like so excited to be around the family again and so excited to be in each other's company and mm-hmm. like, absolutely i love my family so so much i think they're incredible people i think um we're all completely different people than we were when we were younger um and so grateful for that and so grateful that we still have relationship but at the before this happened i was kind of like everything was although it was happy and like well surface happy yeah it wasn't truthful it wasn't honest because i was like still dealing with stuff and hadn't hadn't dealt with stuff and everything was kind of like um hidden and i i felt really sick about it um so uh, yeah so that next day i was like okay well if i go to the fucking countryside with people that i i I can't be honest with then i just don't know what's going to happen and i feel like i'm losing myself so i um my dad was like oh i'm going to get some almond milk (laughs) <laughs> metro. he doesn't talk like that um <laughs> he drinks whole no. so. <laughs> he's like a cartoon character no. um he, yeah and i was like okay well i need to talk to someone my bit of context me and my dad don't really we haven't really talked about stuff seriously before um not because intentionally we just it's mm. just my mum's always handled that kind of stuff um so I was kind of like, oh, this will be new. Um, not in that kind of upbeat, chirpy tone uh, at the time. As in you ran out of other options, so you want to... Literally. Yeah. Um, love my dad. Yeah. Carry on. Um, but got in the car. No, couldn't say anything. Um, went around Metro. Bread aisle wasn't the aisle to do it in. Um, <laughs> got back in the car. I was like, okay, well, Dad, let's... Can we keep driving? I don't want to go home yet. And... He was like really kind of uh, okay, bewildered, but carried on. He was like good sport, fantastic. But we got to these like country roads, and he was kind of like making small talk about um, different uh, things that he'd spotted from like when him and mum were really young, and like where they'd go, and like um, oh yeah, you just you know what dad like <laughs> like random parent stuff. Um, <laughs> and I was like yeah yeah cool. So. <laughs> I'm struggling. Well, I just was like, okay, well, I can't go on the family holiday. And I, I just thought he'd be like, okay, well, why? Or like, what's going to happen? Or like, why are you being silly? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but he was just, he, the first thing he said was, do you need a mental break? And I was like, 
if I could write a script for for exactly how my life has been, I would not say those are the words that my dad would ever say, <laughs> ever. And I was like, oh, God. And then it just, like, completely hit me, and I was like, yes. And then I was a like, blubbering mess. And um, I don't know how he didn't crash the car, and I don't know, like, I was just, like, crying so much. And he was so, so great. He was, like... Um, yeah, he was just fantastic. He completely understood that I needed to just not be in that situation. And he drove me all the way down to Oxford and all the way back, even though he was going to be, you know, driving to Wales the next day. Mm-hmm. Oh, how fantastic is that? That's yeah. so incredible. Um, and my sister, so again, we, like when we t- he took me home, we went for like a hot chocolate, then we went for something else. And like, if I was a parent and my child was that distraught, I mm-hmm. would... I'd be freaked out, mm-hmm. but he seemed so cool. I'm sure he was completely freaked out inside. Yeah, but he just managed. To, the last thing you need in that situation is for him. Was someone to be hysterical? <laughs> you need yeah. someone to be that level head. Yeah, and he was just like so great, and he was he was still like upbeat and like making jokes and stuff, and not during my tears, <laughs> <laughs> um, but when we're getting like hot chocolate yeah. and things like that, and um, he was just like amazing. Anyway made an appointment for the doctors the following day. Um, and, but yeah, I guess that was, that was the main, yeah, that was the pitfall for me. Bartiming, Bartiming, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and then we are here. <laughs> yeah, now we're here in my room. But I think a year ago, this would never even have been on the radar. No. Six months ago, this would never even, I don't even think, a month oh ago. Oh my god! No, seriously, a month. Yeah. Literally, not even a month ago. No. The thought of, um, I think, for both of us, the the, ex- the ability to be able to talk openly about things is very, very, very new. Mm. And one thing I've realised is I've gone from not doing anything, not wanting to discuss anything, to then being like a pusher. <laughs> like I'm like, are you sure you're okay? You should. She's uh... a drug pusher. <laughs> but like, because I never in a million years could have expected the difference in the way my life is and the way I think about stuff to have happened. Mm. I was always like, no, but because I've seen that now, I'm like, for people that I know that are maybe a different part of the journey with their mental health, I'm one of them annoying people. It's like, but you should try this, but have you tried this? Have you tried this? Yeah, yeah. Which is annoying for some people, but... I mean, I have, like... Um, my brothers and sisters, like, since I've been honest with them about certain things and, like, my mood and whatever, they've been, like, they have been those people. Mm. But, I mean, although it is intense and although I'm probably never going to read any of the book recommendations <laughs> that they've sent me or or do any of the things, like, they have been, like, I, I think it's quite comforting to it know is. that they are actually yeah. paying attention. Yeah. And, okay, well, yeah, you, you they, they're recognising that you might be, might feel a certain way. Yeah. And also it's kind of saying, well, they've read those books they, they've probably felt that way that's they, the thing it's the, yeah. the comfort of knowing that you're not the only person that is feeling a certain way mm. which you tell yourself when you're not feeling okay you're like I can't tell anyone else because they're fine exactly I can't put yeah. this shit on them yeah I just need to keep it to myself yeah um, and I think that was one thing when I when I wrote the blog about not kind of being okay when we were doing the walk some of the responses I got to from people that like I maybe haven't spoken to in years or people I've never spoken to just mm. that came across it they were like this is like kind of helped me to think about mine or even just like a thanks for sharing this like it makes things feel a little bit like not as lonely maybe yeah Um. 
and I guess that's why why we're doing this now because I probably would have thought about things differently had I had something exactly. to be able to connect with on on any on any fucking level or <laughs> any anything. Um, yeah. Whereas you're just kind of like going through the dark, just stumbling a few times and just trying to find a way out, and you just don't you don't get there. Yeah. Um, we can be the voices in your ear. <laughs> I'll be at the end with like a little flashlight. Yeah. A flashlight. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in the US. What? For our US listeners out there. Um, um, so what what are we going to do with the rest of these? Um, so I will summarise as well. Bring the lols. Um, yes, that's what we're going to do. Bring the lols, hopefully. I mean, we kind of make yeah. each other laugh. Yeah. You, yeah. If, if we're not your humour, switch us off. Um, get serious for a bit. Yeah, get serious for a minute or mm. two. Um, but like during those com- conversations, we're telling obviously quite sad stories but we were able to kind of see them in a different way we're not saying this is going to help you <laughs> oh no it's not no. it's not th- that if one person finds one sentence a little bit exactly useful, yeah um, otherwise this is just false. <laughs> and it's just where there's like-minded people that's that's all we are mm. where there's like-minded people yeah here for um we're, we're ears. We're those ears. Here for a they, good time. Here for a good time. No, we're here for the long time. We're here for the long time. And the good time. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was on YouTube again. What I do in my time is I tend to just, <laughs> because I don't have anything else to do, watch YouTube videos um, of, like, inspiring talks. <laughs> so, um, I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. And she's a comedian. Um, Say again? Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, no. Yeah, she's a comedian. She used to be on Saturday Night Live and she's done Veep and um, Seinfeld, I think. Um, But anyway, and she won the Mark Twain Prize uh, last week Mm -hmm. and she said during her speech, um, which I'm going to just find the quote for. um, Okay, she said, um, laughter is a basic human need along with love, food and a HBO subscription. (laughs) Uh, um, <laughs> there's no situation none that isn't improved with a couple of laughs and i will say that i am hella for that because that's literally all i've needed to do since i uh resolve things with with my family and like everyone else like all i wanted to do is make myself laugh yeah and i think it, it helps yeah, I mean, oh, I'm you know Debbie Downer. You can everyone can be Debbie Downer sometimes, but Debbie Downer. <laughs> dun dun dun. But I um think yeah, you've just got to find the best way to look at it, and sometimes you got to make a joke that's probably a little bit inappropriate, and you probably just make a fart joke. Just just make a fart. <laughs> joke. I meant about the thing that we're talking about. <laughs> oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, dad joke. <laughs> um. Yeah, because otherwise we're also going to be so fucking dull. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're you not here. Be, you can be on this not earth, okay, but you just sit in silence you and can be make, sad. Yeah, like have those moments for yeah. sure. Have those moments of peace, <laughs> quiet. Do your thing, honey. But as long as you get back up and laugh again, that's what we need. Yeah, yeah. And again, just email us. We'll we'll talk to you. <laughs> we're here to be your friends, and please please be my friend. Please. I, I have a full time job as well so i'll yeah. try and i'll pick up your friends <laughs> as well as my friends yeah <laughs> we'll start a, a crew <laughs> but not a cult well that could be cute that's like. quite cute <laughs> the robes oh. <laughs> um 
Okay, we want to also, just in case there are people that are listening that find it really incredibly hard to even consider laughing at a joke right now, um, to plug some numbers. So the first one is MindOut, and the website is mindout.org.uk. So that is for LGBTQ um, people. Um, lots of stuff on the website. Um, there's also a Switchboard, which is an LGBT plus helpline. Um, you can find them at switchboard.lgbt. You've got Samaritans, which I think probably everyone is aware of. Um, if you have any sort of suicidal thoughts or you are in a dark, dark place, um, go to samaritans.org. They have a helpline. Um, speak to anyone any time of the day. Um, another one is Mind uh, for Better Health, and they are at mind.org.uk. And also Calm. So this is specifically for um, male mental health and um, campaign against living miserably. So if you go on the calmzone.net, there's lots of stuff um, there too. Another thing we want to do is, um, like I said, you want to contact us. I want you to contact us, please. Um, So if you have any stories about you bottoming or like, again, this is rock bottoming, not <laughs> any of the stories. Um, but sure, send them to. Um, uh, I'm a reader. Um, <laughs> we'll read out the best. We'll read out the best. Yeah. Um, and if you want to share it, if you want us to talk to you about it or anything, uh, you can contact us at bottomingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and also, you should follow us. Please follow us on Instagram Please. and Twitter. <laughs> Um, you can find us <laughs> at bottoming pod um b-o-t-t-o-m-i-n-g p-o-d consonant carol consonant consonant. Yeah. <laughs> it's at bottoming pod done done get a follow um, please follow us to sign us off we want to leave with a quote from the inimitable chris jenner <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. Sweetie, you're doing amazing. Say that to yourself in the air. <laughs> Say it to yourself walking down the street. <laughs> Say it to yourself on the bus. When you're having a good just... day, when you're having a bad day, yeah. you are doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah, 100%. Doing amazing, sweetie. Um, cool, I think we're done. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.